Max, do you like beer? Yeah, I like Four Loko more. You like Four Loko more? No, I don't. I like beer more, obviously. Well, you're in luck because there is a fantastic place. It's an adult playground of delicious alcoholic beverages. And you are very lucky because that place is located here in Chico, California. Holy cow, where is that? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. Holy guacamole. The selection. It's insane. You still want to know where it is? Yeah, please. I'm going to tell you. It's a Spikes Bottle Shop. I've heard of them. They have got literally everything you need for an amazing party. You could get a 30 rack or a $50 bottle of beer. It's all up to you, baby. What if I listen to podcasts and I want a good deal? Then you should use the exclusive Fresh Hop Cinema podcast code, which is FHC, to get 10% off any single purchase. So go check out Spikes Bottle Shop. What is the address, Max? 1270 East First. I just Googled it, and I will use FHC to get 10% off on any purchase. I'll do that right now. Well, that's just smart. Spikes Bottle Shop. Check them out right now. Why don't we begin? This is Fresh Hop Cinema. Hey again, welcome to Fresh Hop Cinema. That's Johnny Summers, I'm Max Minardi. Hi guys. And there's a lot going on today. That smell just wafted into my nose, my yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, so I got, I'm, I'm grumpy. You are. I am grumpy. Okay. January, January is a rough month mm-hmm. in the beer industry. Mm-hmm. Lots of people, mm-hmm. you know, they have their, their, what are they called when they make a thing? New Year's resolution? They make those. Yep. A lot of people go dry in January. Basically, uh-huh. the beer market is flat. Right. Long days at work. Um, then there's people like you mm-hmm. that are falling off the wagon. Hard. And that make your days better. Yeah. You yeah. brightened up my day. First, you upset me. Then you made my day better. If you've not listened to this show on an episode where one of us has not seen the movie of the week, let's bring you to speed. <laughs> we... <laughs> We here at Fresh Hop Cinema have a consequence. It's just the two of us, so we hold each other accountable when we don't see the film for this week. Granted, um, this schedule's been a little bit weird. I have a tour coming up next month, and we're, we're kind of organizing things in a weird way. Not the point. I said I would see this movie, and I didn't. And somehow, I'm the only one that's ever had to do this on the show. I feel like that says a lot about you. It says a lot about me. Mm, you're busier than I am. I have to drink a Four loco. Somehow I don't mm. understand how it's possible that you're busier than me. It's just weird, man. When it rains, it pours <laughs> kind of thing. It's true. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I'm either slammed or completely on top of everything. Yeah, that's and, true. There's really no middle ground. Nope. And I am slammed this week. So I am drinking or starting to drink a gold Four loco. It is a malt liquor beverage comprised of 14% alcohol. And it's, what was this, 22 ounces? Yeah, 24. 24 ounces. Yeah. And the deal is I have to finish it before the end of the episode. I've had none so far. So if you want some fun entertainment, skip to the end right now, listen to me, and then come back and hear how it progresses. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. It's always fun when Max has to do this. Um, so that is sort of the catalyst for me to say that I have not seen I, Tanya, which is the film that we're covering this week. But before we get into all of that, or in my case, not get into it, we're going to talk about the first beer that we're drinking, and Johnny has picked it out, so take it away. Yes, Max, if you would be so kind oh, as sure. to pour <clears throat> yes. while I wax poetical about this beer. We are digging into a delicious beer from Pizza Port Brewing Company. It is called Surf Stop Pale Ale. Their description reads, A refreshing, uber-hoppy pale ale with a touch of rye. Boasts of, it boasts citrus fruit notes, balanced with pepper, malt, and a slight biscuity, earthy rye finish. Uh, they're saying the hop profile gives this beer uh, its grapefruit and peach aromas. Hops include Idaho 7, Amarillo, Castilla, Melon Denali, Polaris Surfer, Whoa. Polaris what? Surfer. Oh, Polaris Surfer. And photographer Steve Sherman discovered this classic. What? 
their punctuation is horrible. That's the worst. Yeah. I hate when people do that. Probably been smoking the marijuana. Punctuate, son. Yeah. Uh, Steve Sherman discovered this classic sign while searching for a secluded warm water surf break deep in Baja. The sign represented the excitement and adventure ahead, and we hope this beer will inspire you to explore the unknown too. Okay. Based on your description, I'm not psyched about this beer. Yeah? Uh, I typically, if I'm reaching for a pale or an IPA, I don't like the breadier ones. Yeah. So this is going to be an adventure. Okay. And I say we embark. Sorry, I left the can upside down in your cup. Let us embark. Uh, This is a cool can, though. I dig that. Yeah, it's good. I feel like a lot of their cans are really goofy. Um, yeah. like really, really too colorful and distracting for me. There's mm-hmm. just too many shapes and words and stuff. This is very, I actually thought this was a, uh, um, who was it? Firestone maybe. Yeah. <coughs> now, are you thinking of the other brewery port, port brewing? I don't think they, so. They, we did that Am one. I? Um, what is it? Nel- <gasps> Nelson, the greeter. And it was like bright blue. No, I don't think, let me look something up, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of pizza port. All right. Um, but yeah, give this a, give this a waft into your nose and give it a taste and let me know. What Super hoppy, is it? Yeah, I smell. It's a, a ton of pininess. It's a beautiful color too. Um, it's like a very, it's a very straightforward IPA color or pale ale color, I guess. Yeah. But I had a Pliny the other night, Pliny the Elder from Russian River. Okay. And it looked just like this. This beer is super, super bitter. Oh snap! I like it. Okay. Yeah, very, very present with hops. You really get like a very wide smattering of hops. Oh, in that's this. dank AF. That is dank. Smells, smells, yeah. That is dank, dankity, dank, dank, son. That smells like legal California weed right there. Oh, that's great. This is really good. This is really good. I stand corrected. Yeah. No, this is um, a super hopped up pale ale that finishes nice and subtly bitter with earthy, earthy tones in there. Yeah, dude. A lingering bitterness that stays in the back of your mouth. Yeah. Really right on the back of your tongue. Mm-hmm. I got the exact same thing. And it's really pleasant if you're in the mood for a super hoppy pale ale, which I am. I don't like malt-forward pale ales. Yeah, this is, I'm surprised, man. This is it's way more hop-forward than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, I think the rye kind of, if there's any rye, it'll <clears throat> add to the bitterness too. I guess so, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So this, really good. <clears throat> I was pleasantly surprised. I was expecting something juicy because everything in the world has to be juicy today. All right. Yeah. Last week's episode, would, well, we didn't drink two juicy beers, I guess. Just one. Just one. Yeah, we try and do something light and something dark every week, and last week's was the Make America Juicy Again mm-hmm. from Heretic, Yep, which was delicious. Very good, but um, different. It is nice <clears throat> to mix it up, though. Um, so I, I always forget if you say this or not, but it's 5.5%. Uh, very approach, not approachable, very uh, heavy hitting feeling on your palate. It yeah. feels a lot. It feels like a lot. It's a good 5.5%. It doesn't feel too thin or weak or... It's like a like that. firm hand yeah. to the face of yeah. hops. Like a nice 5.55 five yeah. and a half. Yeah, right <clears throat> to the grill. Right. No, this is good. I dig it a lot. It's like getting dunked on by a hop. I had a dream I played basketball. Yeah? Which I don't think That's I've ever had random. in my life. Have you ever even played basketball? <laughs> yeah, I used to play. I used to want to be an NBA professional. Okay. That's what I wanted to be. I like it, and I wasn't good at it or whatever, so I stopped. But I wanted to be that for years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've been known to shoot a little hoop. Yeah, I've been known to miss a little hoop. We should shoot and miss some time together. There's a court like between your house and mine. Yeah, I saw that. Oh my god, that could be fun. All right, we have to stop the podcast. Yeah, we'll be right. I'm gonna go play basketball in my work boots. That could be fun. Let's do it. I'll play in my vans. Dweet, sweet, dweet, dweet. Yeah, Um, dwigged. I want to make an office reference for every episode from here on out. At least one, Um, and I will not get it. No, which is a shame, but. That's all right. That's all right. That show's a shame. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. Do you want to rate this beer? Yeah, I really like it. It's a, a pleasant, 
return to the incredibly hoppy West Coast mm-hmm. style pale ale. <clears throat> I feel like this is incredibly accurate to what the description says. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an in, insanely delicious hop bomb. You get so many different hop varietals in there. I love this beer. Yeah, it's if, great. Uh, it is right up your alley. <clears throat> if you want a nice hoppy, amazing pale ale, I'm going to give this one a, an 8. I'll 8 out of 10. Cool. I'm giving it an 8.5. Again, this is Surf Stop Pale Ale by Pizza Port. Also, for your brain, Johnny, these are the ones I was thinking of. Ah. Uh, we have some some of the other beers pulled up on the screen here. And they're, they're just like very colorful. And sort of difficult to keep track of. And like the font is weird on some of them, like that Swami's IPA. Just yeah. like, you know. Um, so I appreciate that this one is just black and gray and red. And it's like, boom, there's the, That's there's fair. what it's called. This one's actually uh, eye catching because it is plain, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. See, those are eye catching because they're like, there's like, they're boom, shiny. Hello. They're shiny yeah. and bright colors. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Yeah. But this is definitely a bit more understated on the can art. Yeah, I'm actually, yeah, which in some ways offset my expectations. I was almost gonna be like, maybe this beer is going to be less exciting too. But it's yeah. not. This is very good. A little well, juxtaposition there. Yeah, one of the better beers I've had from them. I was lucky enough to try a lot of these beers before they were widely distributed in mm. this area. So I was kind of familiar with them. But, dude, they they kill the hop game. Like, their chronic is mm. so good. Dank and AF. Then, yeah, dank. Dankity dank, bro. So, yeah, if you haven't had it, check it out. You know, I will say as this is warming up a tiny bit, a little bit more of that maltiness is coming through. Makes we sense. had it real cold. Yeah. Um, I like it ice cold. I'm going to actually revisit my final rating in a minute here, if that's cool. Uh, so put my 8.5 on hold. I'll allow it. Because I want to I want to give it an accurate representation. And since I didn't drink the entire beer chugging it, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a, a nice long lifespan. All right. Uh, mixed with so, local. So some tentative ratings. On the, the on the surf stop pale ale <clears throat> yeah. from Pizza Port. Yeah, so we'll get back to that. But I wanted to talk about some other stuff in the meantime. Yeah, uh, let's and, talk about stuff. Yeah, well, so in a couple weeks here, we're going to be doing a throw, not necessarily a throwback, but a movie that is either on Amazon Prime or Netflix because that's what Johnny and I watch when we're not watching movies in the theater mm-hmm. or renting from a store. So we were going to pitch it to you now. Uh, if you guys have any requests and you're listening, you can email us. Uh, at fhccast at gmail.com. We only accept email submissions. <clears throat> True. Uh, so if you want to be like on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, be like, hey, I wrote you an email. All of those are at Fresh Hop Cinema. We appreciate hearing from you. Uh, we did a movie a couple weeks ago that a one of our patrons suggested called A Man Called Uve. So if you enjoyed that kind of format, we like hearing from you. Um, so I want to throw that out there because we're not decided yet on what movie we're going to do, but we have some ideas. So if you have ideas... Tell us. Yeah, let's let's hear them. Let's get involved. And we know y'all watch a lot of Netflix, a lot of Hulu, a lot of Amazon Prime video. Mm-hmm. Everyone does these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let us know what's hot, what's yeah. happening, what's on your queue. So life-wise, life-wise, I have one more thing to say. Bring it. I have a few more days that my album is on pre-sale. Oh my God. Yes, yeah, so you can pre-order my album for the next couple days, and I get it to you for a discount. And so if you like supporting... Uh, let's say you're listening and you hate Johnny, but you like me. Yeah. You're like, I don't feel comfortable supporting the podcast. You can just help me. Which makes total sense. Yeah. You know what we'll do? I would understand that completely. Thanks, man. Yeah, I wouldn't, but you know, <laughs> people have different tastes. That's fine. Um, I want to play you at some point because I got, I have all the song files now that I could show you, uh, but we don't have to do that on the air. Oh, a little sneak preview. I'm mostly just, maybe we could do it. Maybe I'll drop something in. I don't maybe. know. We'll talk about that on a break. Yeah. That'll be cool. Also, <clears throat> since you're not going to mention it, you got a tour coming up in February. I do have a tour coming up. You got any dates confirmed that yeah, you can plug yet? Let me, uh, I've got them right here, actually. Um, All right. We tell you what. Yep. We're going to plug those in the commercials. Okay. I want Ugh. that. I want that at the top. I feel so like, so like. I don't give an F. Yeah. Okay. We can't just drop it right <clears throat> in the middle. 
Really? I don't want to like advertise myself like officially. Why not? Uh, I just feel like I do it a lot. Yeah. Um, not on here. <clears throat> not on here. That's true. Yeah. Maybe we have listeners abroad that that want to hear from you. When That's I say abroad, yeah, right. I mean out like, of Chico, like <clears throat> another county over. Well, here's my shows. I'll read them then. I'll read them either on a break or after we get back. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. What do you have? Do you have anything you want to talk about? Oh man. In the last week since we haven't spoken. Yeah. It's been crazy. Yeah. I've had a whole lot of not much going on. It's been rainy and cold. It and has. Cold in the mornings. January. You mm-hmm. know, it's yeah. January. <clears throat> Nothing crazy to report other than I've been watching a dope new show on Netflix. Uh, a friend of mine suggested it. A friend of the show, Jared Schmidt. Sup? Sup, J-Dog. <clears throat> yeah. I've been watching a show called End of the Effing World. Is it called effing or do they say it? It's it's like F star star. Yeah. How is that? Really good. Okay. Really, really good. Uh, <clears throat> I am super hooked on it. It's It's been really good. I almost clicked it and I, we went a different route, but I'm glad to hear that. That's yeah. Good. No, give it a whirl. It's, okay. not, it's not nearly like what you would think it would be. Even from the preview, it's it's really wild and out there. All right. Excuse yes. me. Yes. so good. Yeah. I love it when one of us is speaking and then we have to burp and it's just like just there's no adverse. It's happening. Guys, the show is about beer. Yeah. And, <clears throat> yeah. It's a, you know, something's going to happen. Yeah. Other than that, you know, I've been playing pool a lot. Good for you. That's like counts. You must be getting pretty good now. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Me and the lady, we, we go rounds and mm-hmm. we consistently, you know, beat up on each other. That's great. Like a good couple. Do you ever like, do you ever just randomly play people at the place? She does. I think she's actually going to be down uh, somewhere in Chico tonight playing pool. There you go. Maybe winning me some money. Cool, man. No, she doesn't do that. Is that illegal? I don't know. I don't think it's illegal. You can, you can place friendly you can, bets. Why not a friendly sure. wager? Yeah. Excuse me, good sir. Is hustling you, illegal? Like, can you be like, I'm so bad at pool, and then whip somebody's ass? No, but also it's not healthy. That's true. Yeah, it's not illegal, but you might get your ass kicked. I feel like, I don't know, like like a con artist is sort of illegal. I don't know. I guess it's if you steal people's stuff. That's what's yeah, illegal. Yeah, if you just play possum, I mean, and then right. wager on it. I don't know. I'm not sure of the legalities. Hmm. We should revisit um, what is that movie? Pool Shark or Pool Hall Junkies? Or, I've never seen that. There's been a couple of, like <clears throat> pool movies. And I, I was thinking of an episode of Drake and Josh. Do you remember that show? <laughs> and like Josh is well, he's like he's like bad at pool or at billiards, as he says, but he's really good at uh, geometry or trigonometry or both. Okay. So he's just like, oh, I'm really good at pool. I can just hit the ball and I know exactly where it's going to go. Yeah, trigonometry. Trigonometry would <clears throat> make way too much sense. It's all triangles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but remember I had uh, – sorry, go ahead with your story. Oh, that's it. That's what I was thinking of with hustling. Okay. Because like, they end up hustling these bar guys and they almost get killed. Yeah. They don't get killed. It's a Nickelodeon show that's no longer around, but they almost get beat up. I almost got stabbed scalping concert tickets one time. You almost got stabbed yeah. trying to sell somebody a ticket? Uh, yeah, because somebody else was trying <clears throat> to sell tickets in the same parking lot and apparently he wanted to like – Hold a knife to my throat because he didn't like what I was doing. I hate. Why are people so petty? Are you know. kidding me? Yeah, I stab you for that. It was a flogging Molly concert. I almost got stabbed over selling flogging Molly tickets. What a loser! Yeah. Hey, if you're listening, you're a loser, loser. Yeah. Stab him. Yeah, it wasn't very cool, man. Yeah. Like we did, we couldn't go to the show. We had like there was four of us. Oh really? And we needed <clears throat> a fourth ticket. Oh, I we see. only had three. And we couldn't find one. Oh, so you were buying a ticket? No, we were getting oh. rid of the other three. So oh. three of us had tickets. Our one homie didn't have one. Right. And we're like, screw it. If you can't go in, let's just go do something else. We weren't like super into the show. Respect. Just pawn them off. Mm-hmm. Almost got stabbed. What, like, did you ever find out what he was selling them for? And was it like 20 times higher than you? And he's like, nobody can get away and with this. This is my parking lot. Yeah, no. I mean, nah. that was a sold out show, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. Apparently that parking lot was his 
perf. Where did you hear that from? What's that? That he wanted to stab you. It was when he held a knife to my throat he actually and did said, do that? don't sell tickets here anymore. That's when I got that impression. Dude, I would have whooped his ass on the spot yeah. in my brain is what I would have done. Yeah, in my brain, I totally yeah. whooped his ass. <laughs> but then in reality, I was like saying whatever I could say to not get my own you yeah. know, blood spilt in I'd, my car. I'd like to go on record, this being the episode that we've said the phrase whooped ass. Yeah. Almost, I think it's happened four or five times. That's a trivia question for our next event, by the way. Which episode did we say whoop ass the most times? Whoop ass. <laughs> yeah. In, so, in can form or otherwise. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of cans of whoop ass. Oh, yeah. I would uh, like you. So that's that's all I've been up to. I've been sure. watching Netflix and uh, playing a lot of pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Been, been down there saving. We're trying to save money. Yeah. Going to be investing in property soon. So trying not to live too large. You would like me to what? I would like you to just <clears throat> describe... Uh, what you're going to be doing with that and what you're going to be drinking out of and through. Deal. Okay. Uh, I still have to do the through part. Oh, yeah. All right. You think I forgot (laughs) since 10 minutes ago? just popped it out of the glass. Thought maybe you didn't see it. Yeah. I'm not a a, a T-Rex. Right. If it's not moving, I can't see it. That's not true. They they disproved that. Yeah, but I base all of my biological uh, information about dinosaurs on Jurassic Park. Fair. So... Yeah, as you should. Yeah. And when you can get me a T-Rex and prove me wrong, I will admit it. It's a fair argument. Yep. I opened my Four loco, haven't touched it, so what I'm going to do is pour it into a Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest Stein, Yep. Uh, which makes a sound like this. Hold on. I'm going to... Okay. i got to um, uh, okay. boomerang this. Boomerang it. All right. Yep. Tell me when, man. <laughs> you ready? Yes. Okay. Here we go. One, two, three. I mean, that's a good sound. Do you oh. hear that carbonation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's pure sugar. Fill it on and, up, buddy. So, and then so the thing about the Four loco thing that we do here. Why don't you fill it up? Okay. Well, that's true, Why I guess. Fill, fill, right. fill that on up, baby. Oh, yeah. It already looks like pee. It looks like a Red Bull. It looks like <clears throat> pee. So the thing is. You want to put some vodka in it? Nope. Whenever we do this, the person just has to go with it. So Johnny happened to find a red vine in my house. Mm-hmm. That's a licorice tube, yep. basically. And he said, well, you got to drink it through the licorice tube. Yeah, you're going to bite the ends off and that's use the licorice so... tube as a straw. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to try to speak while I do that because that would be a nightmare. But um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we go to our first break? Just how, how much I enjoy when you don't see movies. It is fun, right? It is fun. I wonder what you'll be like when that happens to you. Oh, I'll be fine with it. I'll probably drink a Four loco before I even show up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just go hard. Talk about whooping ass. Just go hard in the paint. <laughs> Just lean into it. Yep. Drink, yeah. Drink a whole four loco with a shot of vodka in it and then, you know, drive over here really fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> drive in your brain because you're running. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would never drink a four no. loco and drive. That's insanity. Unless I was mm-hmm. at like a go-kart place. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be fun. And can we do still four, kind of dangerous. Can we but... do four locos in golf carts? Yeah, dude. That, with golf carts or... Uh, oh, not golf carts. Uh, like go-karts. Go-karts, yeah. Yeah. There's a place not too far from here. Is there really? Yeah. At the so at the fairgrounds. They do go-kart racing. I didn't know that. Oh, that's a thing. We're going to go do that now. Okay. We'll be right back. So, Johnny, I am sick of this Four loco already, and I have a question. If I wanted to go get something better than this Four loco, like a craft beer, is there somewhere in Chico, California I could go? There is, and you could even maybe get some food there during happy hour to wash the taste of the Four loco out of your Soak mouth. Soak up the alcohol. Yes, that yeah. too. Okay, where? You should check out the Handlebar over on 20th Street. Yeah, 2070 East 20th Street, right? That is correct. It's odd that you know the address since you're asking me where to go. I love that place. It's I just a- forgot. Okay, yeah. Sometimes you forget. But I'm here to remind you that they've got an amazing happy hour every single day. From 2 to 6, you get a dollar off all craft beer. And they have a newly expanded lineup of beers 
and a brand new menu of food. They've added items all the way across the board, and there's more seating because they just remodeled. So just to be clear, you said seven days a week, you get a dollar off draft beers from two to six? Seven. That's a crazy good deal. It is. I'm going to go there now. Okay, bye. And we are back from our break, and I want to say that we had a great Facebook. Nope. Sorry, already messed it up. Instagram. Instagram live video recording our commercials, which is a fun thing. If you're listening to this, that's a thing that we did a week ago. Because yeah. we're recording this episode in advance. Oh, that's true. Good point. So, yes, it's probably not still around, but... That's fine. Follow us on Instagram, because we do fun stuff. If you were there, man, we knew. You know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, follow us on Instagram, at Fresh Hop Cinema, for Perfect. all kinds of drunken antics and live videos of us recording Deal. commercials. It was yes. crazy. Uh, I tasted my first bit of Four loco on the break, and it is equally as bad as I remember. So, explain again one more time, why are you drinking a Four loco? Sure. Uh, so I did not get to see the movie that we're about to talk about. I, Tanya, um, so in, as punishment, I have to drink an entire Four loco by the end of the show. Yep. And uh, that is just the standing punishment just on what this we show? have. The first time that became a thing was for the Lego Batman episode. I think that was episode 20, but I could be wrong. Uh, something like <clears> that. Sounds right. It's happened once since? It's happened twice since then. Really? It was Lego Batman and it was, uh, it was kind of recently. Um, I'll think of it. Yeah. Or I won't because that's what happens with Four Locos. Yeah. But. I saw a really funny meme that made me think of you. It was just a can of Four loco. It's not a meme, man. That's just insulting. Uh, what? Yeah, it is. I guess, yeah. So the meme was um, uh, just a can of Four loco, <laughs> And like, you know how they split the picture in half? Uh, so can of Four loco On the left? Yeah. Can okay, of Four sure. loco on the left and on the right, just black. Yeah, fair. And it's like, can you name a better combo? Nobody can. Nobody can. Uh, it was The Last Jedi, by the way. Oh, okay. Right. That's right. Which is bull because I should not have had to drink the whole thing. I should have had to drink half of it because I saw half the movie. But I'm a team player. That's fine. Let's talk I, Tanya. Johnny's going to guide you through most of the movie. I'm going to go through stuff that I found on the internet. Yeah, I think, yeah. Read the, give me the stats and whatnot. And Deal. give me a general plot and I will just give you my take on Perfect. it. Perfect. Um, so if you've not seen trailers or have no idea what I, Tanya is about, um, back in the day, there was this uh, ice skater named Tanya Harding. And this movie is about her. It's about Tanya Harding, and the synopsis on IMDb says, competitive ice skater Tanya Harding rises amongst the ranks at the U.S. figure skating championships, but her future in the activity is thrown into doubt when her ex-husband intervenes. That's a very, like, mystery kind of, yeah. like, next week on Murder, yeah, She yeah, Wrote. Right. <laughs> um, it was directed by Craig Gillespie, written by Stephen Rogers. I feel like it's worth pointing out it's not Captain America. I like that joke. I'm going to keep saying it forever. Um, it stars Margot Robbie, Sebastian Stan, and Allison Janney. Um, and this is Margot Robbie's first leading role. It is, yeah. She's, you would, if you don't know who Margot Robbie is, um, she has been like the cast often as like the hot girl in a lot of stuff. I.e. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street in, um, what's that Will Smith movie that she was in? Suicide Squad. No, the other one actually. Good good call. Was though. there another one? Yeah, it's when he's a con artist and she's a con artist. It's uh, It was okay. I think I missed that one. Um, well, let me find out then because he's I want to He's a con know. artist and she's <clears throat> a con. Why don't you just go to her IMDb that you already had open? Too easy. Huh. Margot. Here at this podcast, we like to Google things while we're recording. Yeah. That's fine. I have gotten really good at like not making too much noise when I'm trying not yeah. to. Yeah. Um, Focus. Focus. It was called Focus. I remember seeing previews for that. It was pretty good. Two thousand fifteen yeah. flick, right? It was fine. Yeah, like it, it was. It was one of those movies. Where you're like, whoa, the twist and another twist. Um, the point is, this is her first leading role. Okay, she's just carried the whole movie as an as an individual front actor. 
Yes. Um, and I don't know how her performance was, but I'm looking forward to hearing your takes after I tell you a little bit more about it. Yeah, hit me. This is technically classified as a comedy. Uh, I feel based on what I've seen and what I've heard, this is more of like a black comedy. Very dark comedy. Okay. It's not black, it's dark. Sure. I think black is still the term. Mm. Um, it runs exactly at two hours long. Triggered. And as of January 22nd, it's made almost $15 million. It was released uh, not super widely uh, on December 8th of last year. And it's rated R, my guess is for language. Did it really come out that long ago? Oh, not, yeah. not for us. Yeah, we get... we get it's such a bummer. Yeah, we get movies super late. Yeah. Really but, uh, makes it hard to have yeah, a movie podcast. It got to our theaters, um, well, I think maybe nope. around January uh, 16th-ish. Yeah. So. Yep. So a month and a week later. Mm-hmm. That's um, fine. Better late than never. It's also worthy to note that it's been nominated for three Academy Awards, yeah. including Best Actress by Margot Robbie, Supporting Actress, Alison Janney, and Best Movie Editing, which um, I've read that this is like a modern sports version of like Goodfellas, which if you haven't seen Goodfellas, that won't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but and if I'm yeah. just looking at the nominees for Best Editing, Baby Driver is going to win. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the the nominees are Dunkirk, Baby Driver, Three Billboards, Shape of Water, and I, Tonya. Granted, we haven't seen The Shape of Water yet because that's still not in our damn yeah, theater. Because Hollywood hates Chico, I guess. apparently. Um, but yeah, there's no way that Baby Driver is not going to win Best Editing. Right? No, like, no way in yeah. hell. That, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see the other nominees for Best Actress. Deal. And also... Oh, you, let's guess before we look because I'm all over it. Oh, it's going to be Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan It's going to sure. be Frances McDormand. Yep. Uh, it's going to be... You don't think Gal Gadot would be in the running, right? I hope so, but no. I don't think she deserves it for that. Uh, no. She probably would deserve it in a different movie, but I don't think Wonder Woman deserves Best Actress. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So for sure... <gasps> All right. So what are we doing? So we got Lady Meryl, Bird, oh, Saoirse Meryl Ronan, Streep. Men Meryl Streep for The Post, and then Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water. Okay. We, we were good at guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're we're good at watching movies, and I, I I did not realize Meryl Streep got in the post in you know before. I'm not sure yeah. like what the cutoff is because I know the Oscars are coming up. Yeah, with like next next month, right? Oh, are they um, next month? I think they're in February. <clears throat> you um, have to come back from tour. You can't make me watch the Oscars I alone. Wanna, I, mean, I don't want to miss the Oscars. You can't make me watch the Oscars alone. Uh, March fourth, dude. Oh. Uh, I will be in Portland. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm coming to Portland, and we're watching the damn Oscars. Do you know what we should do is because I can I can come back from Portland on Sunday. We can do like a an Oscar recap that day and release it. Well, we can do a recap either the next day, but I would like to do a pre-Oscar show where yeah, we break we, we down. About that. Yeah, we wanted to do it last year, but this year we should actually pay attention and do it. Deal. And <clears throat> kind of go through our picks, do like a pick 'em style show yeah. for the Academy Awards. Yeah. And I would like to have seen all of the movies nominated for Best Picture. That would be that's a fun goal of mine. Yeah. So, anyways, that's yeah. just what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to have like if, if we had when we make a website, have like every year like Oscar voting and like have our listeners vote. If you guys are listening and you have an opinion on that, if you'd be into it or you think it's a stupid idea, tell us because that seems cool to me. Like we can look who voted for what and make it a thing. Yeah. That seems seems cool to me. Yeah. But I'm with you. Yeah, we should do something. Definitely. So do you have a more extensive plot from <clears throat> I don't really. Okay. I was going to toss it back to you. Well, I mean, it was the story of Tanya Harding, and this movie really focused on her, her childhood, her early life, and her introduction into skating, mm -hmm. very much so focusing on her personal life, uh, and maybe 80-20 personal life, and then 20% being the ice skating part. That's it. Yeah. Interesting. There was a huge focus on off the ice, because, I mean, that's... 
sort of that's, the, the that, drama is. Well, that's the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She grew up poor and she grew up abused, which led to an abusive relationship, which led to abusive marriage, which led to just dysfunction. Uh, her standard of living was very dysfunctional and, yeah. and just abusive <clears throat> and chaotic. And I mean, honestly, some of the scenes were kind of hard to watch. Like, oh, really? At some point, like her husband smashed her head into a mirror. Oh, shoot. Like, the, the scenes of domestic violence, the portrayals were, were very gritty and very real. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was actually something uh, I want to call back to. No, it's not necessary, but three billboards. Yeah. There was a scene in that movie. Oh, the domestic abuse. Totally. Scene. Yeah. And it was that movie was so blackly comedic that I think even in that intense moment, I wasn't allowed emotionally to take in. Yeah. And because immediately it was like, just like, well, what's her? Oh, shoot. That zookeeper girl. Oh, yeah. Like he, the the uh, spoiler, I guess, kind of for three billboards. But You've whatever. heard the episode. <clears throat> yeah. He's like holding her up against the wall, and then that girl is like, hey, I was going to use your bathroom, but maybe now's not a good time. And then we're all supposed to be like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, while good, Francis McDormand's getting choked out. So tonally, that was weird. And yeah. I feel like what you're describing is much more visceral. Yeah. And m- maybe heavier. Yeah. So my, nice. so my take on the whole movie overall, uh, it was interesting. You know, I kind of have vague memories of when all this was happening. It, you know, it was kind of uh, early, like mid-90s. Oh, yeah, like sure. early 90s mm-hmm. when it happened. Um, we're not really that far removed from this. And that's one of the things that I found kind of interesting that they would make a, a movie about this so soon after it happened. I mean, it seems like things like this, you know, we're making movies about Olympic stories and things like controversy mm-hmm. and stuff that happened in the 60s. Right, sure. Especially looking at a movie we did last week, The Post. I yep. mean, that had been long enough where a whole generation needed to be told that story. Yeah. My question is, did this story need to get told at this point that's in a time? Great question to ask. And, yeah, like these, these expose kind of movies always make me wonder how much of a... Um, like the ratio of of benefit to harm to the person that this is based on, like it doesn't seem like she was Tanya Harding was was vastly popular, yeah. Um, in the social sphere for a while, yeah. So that, for this to all be dug up and and, and I, I, you have to imagine she gave some type of clearance to this movie to be made, right? Yeah, I was actually wanting to do a bit more research on that. Um, <clears throat> didn't really have time. But it said at the beginning that a lot of the dialogue, because they break the fourth wall in this movie, and a lot of the dialogue, they have uh, kind of talking head scenes like mm-hmm. with Tanya Harding's character in the movie or with uh, Jeff Galuli, yeah. who was his first name, uh, her husband's yeah. character in the movie, where they're kind of like getting interviewed in the film. And they made kind of a disclaimer at the beginning that those interviews were based on interviews that happened in real life. Mm. But that was kind of my main problem with this movie uh, is I was really just wondering kind of how they were going to slant it. You know what I mean? Like I was definitely taking this whole film with a grain of salt. I mean, there was just so much conspiracy and lying and corruption around all these events. You know, I kind of found it hard to believe that a movie could get it right, you know, because I mean, there still is an element of the fact that nobody really knows the truth as far as if Tanya Harding actually was involved, it would be very easy to make a movie that slanted it in a way that looked like she wasn't, mm-hmm. which was what this movie did. So that was kind of um, interesting because I this movie kind of fell flat for me just from that perspective because I'm really not like a fan of movies that have agendas or like are trying to make me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we know enough. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of – they're making a movie um, based on opinions and, yeah, and selling it as fact. And the idea that – the 
if if Tanya Harding was involved in the production of this movie in any sense, like that's already a huge tainted like, okay, well there's your angle. Yeah, like, like if she probably. signed off on it, and yeah. this movie like makes her look like she grew up abused and poor, and she right. was always the victim. And, Which grant she may be, but that, know, if if you if you hire somebody to go break somebody's leg so you can win an Olympic medal, you're you're not innocent. Exactly. Or if you knew about it, you know what I mean. If even totally. So so this movie. This movie and this story will always have a very conspiratorial vibe to me, and I have an immediate tendency to just not believe the story that's being totally. told. Totally, you know. So it's it's hard to say what's true and what's not in this situation. Uh, even though you know Tanya Harding went to court and did suffer some repercussions mm. from this, but it was never proven that she actually had any direct involvement. So it's just, it's a really interesting movie. Uh, all that being said, I found it very entertaining and I thought it was a really interesting kind of a case study into Tanya Harding's early life. You know, it was yeah. a really fascinating look into growing up poor, being, you know, abused, growing up in a cycle of abuse and how that led into an abusive relationship and husband, like I said earlier. Um, and the whole perspective of not having any escape from that other than a sport. Mm-hmm. This really parallels uh, a lot of what you see with poorer communities that are centered around football. The, I mm. mean, there's a, a couple towns in Florida. There's been some really great documentaries on them. I will quote them if I could remember them specifically. But um, certain towns in Florida have pumped out more NFL players than any other cities or towns in the world. Yeah. And it's because of the rate of poverty and the fact that there's no other way out. So this whole movie is based around the early stages of her life the fact that ice skating is going to be her escape and it's the only way she's ever going to make anything of herself. And it's her way out of being poor, basically. So when did this movie end? How old was she? Where was she at in her career? This movie took you all the way up to the point. I mean, honestly, it took her pretty much to current day. So they touched on her boxing career? They did. Which is, I'm reading on Wikipedia now in her life. That seems sort of out of the blue, but. Yeah. I guess because she was basically excommunicated from the skating world, right? Yep. Yeah, she was. It was um, passed down that she would be banned from competitive skating for life. Uh, and in the movie, she actually mentions that uh, it might seem like an odd transition, but when you grow up um, being punched in the face, it's the next logical step career-wise. To Damn, get into that's bo- heavy. Yeah, no, it was yeah. kind of dark for sure. So, uh, yeah, it was really interesting just watching the progression of her life. I mean, if you can remove opinion and fact versus, uh, you know, opinion from the movie, overall, it was a, it was a good movie, you know, and it was, it was a solid performance from Margot Robbie. She had a couple really, really powerful scenes Mm. that I think everyone in the theater got real quiet at like one certain scene in particular where Mm. she's putting on makeup. Gotcha. And I imagine that's to cover something and has like a breakdown. No, she's just not like the prettiest and she's having to like cake on makeup and like part of the, the main conflict early in her career was the fact that she grew up poor she they made all of the her own outfits her and her mom like she grew up sewing all of her outfits like even when she was going to the olympic trials she was wearing outfits that she had sewn together herself Uh, and she was always seen as somewhat of an outsider to the ice skating community just because ice skating is kind of a a rich upper middle white class sure you know i just made up a word middle Middle white white class class. i love it yeah but it's fitting because yeah. that's who she was competing against right. is, you know, the rich hierarchy of figure skating that would not give her fair scores, even right. though she was nailing routines, but she was... She was lower class. Lower class, <clears throat> essentially, sure. yeah. Did they touch on the uh, the court stuff? Some, the yeah. Because um, I'm reading here, um, 
her ex-husband at the time, Galuli, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, accepted a plea offer in exchange for his testimony against her. Hmm. Did they mention that in the movie? Uh-uh. Not, that seems, not... based on the angle that you're describing, more or less, like that seems something that would have fit perfectly. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. So her, I guess they got divorced. She remarried later on, but... Yeah, she's uh, got kids now. They kind of mm-hmm. touched on that. I think her son's name's Gordon. Okay. Could be wrong. I think I read that. Um, but that's pretty crazy, too. Like, he got out of some significant trouble to throw under the bus. But see, that to testify against her, so what is what what did she get convicted with? Right. So in uh, Multnomah County, Oregon, which I have been to, uh, let me just read this off, of, uh, off yeah. of Wikipedia, so also grain of salt kind of thing, but... Uh, Harding was charged uh, but avoided further prosecution and a possible jail sentence by pleading guilty on March 16th to conspiring to hinder prosecution of the attackers. She received three years probation, 500 hours of community service, and a $100,000 fine. Uh, As part of the bargain, she was also forced to withdraw from the figure skating championships and resign from the United States Figure Skating Association. Uh, That association conducted its own investigation of the attack. And on June 30th, 94, the association stripped her of her 1994 U.S. Championships title and banned her for life from participating in the uh, yeah, the United States Figure Skating Association run events as either a skater or a coach. Basically, I mean, they get, came down hard, dude. Yeah, just get out of... <clears throat> basically, in, in the movie, they summarized it as being banned from competitive skating in all capacities for life. Yep, they concluded that she knew about the attack before it happened and displayed a, quote, clear disregard for fairness, good sportsmanship, and ethical behavior. See, they... Did not include that in the movie. Interesting. That they proved that she... Well, they didn't... They concluded, not proved. They concluded, but they didn't include that they concluded that either. Well, that's fair. Yeah. There was no mention of that in the movie. Hmm. So there's also a 2008... There's two things that I want to mention. There's an autobiography by her uh, called The the Tanya Tapes. Um, I don't know where you can find that, but I see it on the internet here. There's also a series called... I'm going to Google it so I say it right, but... Uh, I think it's 30 for 30. Yeah, on ESPN. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and there's one on, on Tanya Harding, and it's like a 45-minute episode. It's available on Amazon if you want to buy it for like three bucks. It's called The Price of Gold. The Price of Gold. Um, and it's obviously a lot of interviews with her, and it's actually an hour and 18. I don't know where I pulled 30 minutes from. Maybe 30 by 30, 4.30. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so I might check that out too. Yeah, that would be an interesting piece of information to absorb maybe if you're wanting to get the full story because it seems like this movie didn't tell the full story right so the question johnny i have for you is is it worth my time and anybody else listening to go see this movie um i actually wrote a little bit about that great you could wait to rent this one Ah. unless you have a vested interest in mid-90s ice skating violence and conspiracy It's a very specific niche. Yeah, not everyone really is into that. Okay. Um, you know, it was entertaining, and I think it's an important movie to watch just in that it is an important footnote in Margot Robbie's blossoming sure. career. I think her role is worth taking in, especially uh, since she's nominated for an Academy mm-hmm. Award for it. Uh, it was a very <clears throat> powerful role. Allison Janney was creepily good. She's always so intense. Yeah, and so intense yeah. and so believable as an abusive mother. Which I don't know if that's a. I mean, it's a compliment. She's got a. She's yeah. She did her job, but she's yeah. she's got a hard personality. Yeah, she's so gruff face and a lot of yeah. Yeah, she's she can dig into that role pretty well. Yeah. So I mean, overall, I would say go to the theater if you're really super into this movie. But my take on it is just rent it. That's why I'm only giving it a six point mm-hmm. five. Okay. Uh, it really felt like it had a slant, 
And sure. the more I know about the actual facts of what happened, it appears that it kind of did have a slant to mm-hmm. paint Tanya Harding in the light of a victim where mm-hmm. it might not necessarily be the case that she was when it comes to the conspiracy about Nancy Kerrigan's injuries. Sure. So that would be my only real harsh critique was just the the definite point of view that this movie took, which... I don't know. Maybe didn't seem as factual as it could have been in some spots. Fair enough. Uh, earlier we talked about maybe bringing in our second beer for this segment, but I feel like we're basically wrapping this movie. Yeah, I think we are. What's your rating? So I'm going to give it a 4L uh, for obvious reasons <laughs> and uh, maybe touch on it later if I ever see it. But for now, it's a 4L for 4 Loco. All right. And that's where I'm at. Um, let's jump to a break. We'll come back with our second beer of the night. Let's let's call I, Tanya Wrapped. Yep. Um, if we want to mention any spoilers about it, we will in the, in the danger zone, but I don't think I have anything, it's, obviously. It's history, and it didn't happen that long. Right. I think what you're saying, too, this, this is a better movie than it is a history lesson. Correct. Um, yeah, appreciate it for the acting and the, maybe the writing and the editing, but definitely, as far as story goes, take it with a grain of salt. That's exactly it. Great. Let's go to break. So, folks, as you may have heard, Young Max Minardi has an album coming out, and he's going to be touring to support that album, or promote it, if you will, uh, all of February. So if you are in the Los Angeles, California area uh, around February 1st or February 3rd, he's got dates coming up there. Uh, Let's see, Thursday, February 8th, he is in San Luis Obispo. We've got San Francisco on the 11th, San Jose on the 14th, Eugene, Oregon on the 16th, Portland on the 19th, and finishing up in Seattle on February 21st. Yes. If you're in any of those cities and want to come check young Maxwell out, check out his website, which is... MaxMinardi.com. And I have uh, spent a lot of time on this album and booking this tour, and it's uh, it's the album that I'm most proud of in my career. So uh, that's right. why we're making this into All right. a... All right. It's okay. Enough sappiness. <laughs> into an official commercial. Yes. Um, yeah, because I'm going to be on the road and we're we're sort of digging out of the podcast time. We're pre-recording some episodes so I can do this. Yeah. Um, so see what all the hubbub's about. That's what I'm going to be doing. If you're in any of those cities or your friends are in those cities, tell them. Have them come out. Yeah. Buy tickets and stuff. Go check them out. Support him. Uh, buy his album, which is called Stories. And Boom. it is dropping very, very soon. Available on iTunes and... And Spotify. And just from me. If you bump into me, be like, hey, let me get that album. back. what's up? I got you. Let me get that album, son. Uh, yeah. So again, just go maxminari.com slash shows if you want tickets and... Uh, I hope to see you at one of those shows. Go see my boy. Okay, danger zone time. Uh, an unusual danger zone because we're not really going to worry about any more spoilers from Itania. We're closing that movie off. Yep. We are going to worry about that beer. We're going to talk about this first uh, because last episode last week, we let the last mm-hmm. beer fall into the shadows and die in its sleep. Yes. So what is this? This is a beer from Montana. You ever had beer from Montana? I have. What we beer? talked about Moose Drool. Oh, Moose Drool's so good. I've had a bunch of beers from Montana, actually. This is the same company. Is it really? Yeah, this is Big oh, Sky. Oh, Big Sky. Look at that. Big Sky Brewing Company. We are going to be digging into Ivan the Terrible, an imperial stout coming in at 9.5%, 39 IBUs, not very bitter at all. Uh, Ivan the Terrible, imperial stout, is a rich, complex, and intense sifting through the darkness. You will find flavors of dark chocolate, dried fruit, and bourbon. Drink now or down. Ah, I'm getting a phone call. Stop it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Drink now or lay down as this beer will assuredly evolve over time. Aged in American oak bourbon barrels. Okay. Have you had it before? I have. Do you know anything about the uh, the actual Ivan the Terrible? No. He is a figure, but we'll get to that in a minute because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I have all my facts straight. But uh, what's this beer doing for you? I haven't, I haven't touched it yet. Okay. 
Um, oh, yeah. Oh, so I think I've had it so once good. before, um, but it's a 9.5 Imperial Stout out of Missoula, Montana. Mm. Um, and I don't feel like they have a lot of Imperial Stouts out of Montana at all. No. I feel like there are a lot of lagers or brown ales. Or- and not much beer, period. True. Yeah, this is really the only brewery that has gained any sort of recognition or fame out of Montana. Is that true? There's really none other. Yeah, I can't think of no. any either. I mean, there's some small ones. Sure. Like, I think there's one called, like, Mackenzie River Brewing or something like mm-hmm. that. But this is the one that really is their claim to fame. Uh, not this beer, but the brewery. Brewery is delicious. They've they've come out with some of my favorite beers. I mean, Trout Slayer is a really great standby for a wheat ale. You've got Moostrel, probably one of the best overall brown ales, you know, available on the market at a really affordable six-pack price. Yep. This beer is phenomenal. Uh, upon revisiting it, it's been coming to temperature on the table for almost an hour now, and it is ideal temperature. Uh, you get a ton of malty, like malt shop on the nose. Yeah. Did you say malt shop? Yeah, like malt. Yeah, not malt like you use in beer, but like a chocolate malt. Sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. I said malt shop. Like at an ice cream shop. So when I say- Malted milkshake? Yeah, when I say it smells like a malt shop, it's yeah. like, a, like a, or a malt ball. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Almost like a, a chocolate milkshake, definitely. Uh, and, and upon tasting it, you'll encounter a lot of dark chocolate and a ton of bourbon. And this beer is almost creamy in mouthfeel. It's got a very full body to it. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, it coats the mouth nicely. Pillowy, marshmallowy. Yeah. Just good. So Ivan the Terrible in history is an actual figure, um, which I find so strange because it's not somebody that you're like, um, granted, like we're a lot farther removed from Hitler and Ivan the Terrible didn't kill as many people, but he was like not a good revered fella. Well, when he was alive, there was less people on the planet. So that's a good point. Proportionally. Proportionally, he might have been just as fucked. Um, so he, he was the Grand Prince of Moscow from 1533 to 1547, which was basically like the Tsar. Okay. But Tsar didn't exist yet. It wasn't until uh, 1547 that he was like, I no longer want to be called the Grand Prince. I am going to be called the Tsar of all the Russians. Wow. And he was that title for like 40 years until he died. Um, he was notorious for his bad temper. Okay. Uh, fans of him might call it a complex personality. Um, he was described <laughs> as intelligent, as devout, yet given to rages and prone to episodic outbreaks of mental instability that increased with his age. In one such outburst, he killed his son oh and God. heir Ivan Ivanovich. Uh, this left his younger son, the pious but politically ineffectual, Fyodor Ivanovich, to inherit the th- to inherit the throne. I think that's pronounced Fedor. Fedor, I think you're right. I only know that because of Fedor Emelianenko, who's a oh, very yeah, famous sure. Russian yeah, fighter. Sure, I know him. He's I, he yeah. I was I was watching MMA when he was around, because uh, he got into the MMA world after after his other stuff. Are you talking about Ivan the Terrible's son? No, I'm talking about the one that you just said, Fedor. Uh, yeah, I think Emelianenko. He, yeah, yeah, he was in like K1 or something. He came over. Yeah, I thought he was in like Strike or something. Yeah, Strike Force. Strike Force. Okay, yeah, sure. Look at you actually. I know, know stuff. I know stuff about stuff. Sometimes. My God. Um, anyways, I think, and this is not me going off the internet. This is off my brain, but I think he was often called Ivan the Impaler, um, because that was his preferred method of murdering. Are people. you thinking of Vlad the Impaler? Sure, I am. Okay. Yep. Let's uh, move on from who, that. Who the character of Dracula was loosely based on? Oh, cool. Known fact. Wasn't there a real Dracula, Count Dracula? That was also a real person. Uh, we'll have to get into that, but I'm pretty sure they're the same person. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure Vlad... Well, fuck it. It's the danger zone. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Pre- it is what we say it is. We're going to talk about Dracula. I, oh, my God. I love that the first thing that comes up if we type in Count Dracula, is Dracula a real vampire? <laughs> but then also Vlad the Impaler comes up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Because there's also a beer called Vlad the Impaler. Or Vlad Dracula. Oh. Yeah, there's a fucking connection there, man. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember all the specifics, but I just remember reading that and going, what? Yeah, that's a trip, man. We should, that's a, that's an interesting thing. Did you ever see that movie Dracula Untold? Yeah. With Luke Evans? Ooh, maybe. Uh, uh, it was horrible. I don't know if I did. Oh, that's the new this one. Guy? Yeah, it's like the newest one yeah. where he's like, he basically like sells his soul no, to the devil it. to be, it's, it's garbage. It's yeah, a garbage movie. It. Well, it was a PG-13 Dracula movie. Yeah, it's like, you can't do that. No, okay. yeah. I don't. Unless want- it's like in 1950 and you're like, it's PG, everybody can see it. Yeah, it's like, like an think, old monster movie. I think Nos- Nosferatu was like PG. Yeah. Did you see the preview for Rampage? Mm, no. Are you familiar with the game Rampage? Oh, yeah. There's a movie and it's like the rocks in it. Yeah. And they're like genetically crossbreeding animals that turn into like huge, like the monsters mm-hmm. in the game. Um, I'd, I'd watch that for what it is. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. This beer. Yeah. I'm going to taste it. You speak. Yeah. So it's kind of wonky. This is, uh, it reminds me of the beer from North Coast, uh, Old Rasputin. Yeah. Uh, beer's just kind of named after interesting Old historical men. figures. Do you know there's a penis museum in Iceland where they keep Rasputin's penis? Yes. Actually, I did. It's know on my that. bucket list. I want to go there. That'd be dope. Yeah. To go to Iceland or to the museum? To the museum. It's I've actually, literally in my bucket list. That's, can I come? Sure. Because Iceland. Is that a pun? Yeah. Great. I want to come in the museum, <laughs> at the museum, to the museum. Yes. In, in at and to. Yeah. The big three. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. I, uh, I've i actually seen that. I was like researching Old Rasputin, the beer, one time, and images of his preserved penis. Dude, it's like up. a thing. It's like a whole thing that people go to see. Yeah. See that Rasputin cock? Yeah. It's a... Uh, Dude, new band name. Ras- no. Rasputin cock. We listen to different types of music. <laughs> that could be an, an acoustic folk band. It could not. It could be a bluegrass band. Rasputin cock. With like seven R's. Well, you, and you have to uh, say it all as one word. Oh, Ras- it would technically be Rasputin. Rasputin cook. Yeah. 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 You could get real weird and say Rasputin. And then it translates to English as Donald Trump. Yeah. Am I right? Should we cut that? Rasputin cuck? Yeah. I, I said cuck. Cuck And you started thinking of Donald cuck-cold. Trump. Cuckold. Yeah. That's what you... Well, it's cuck. What is cuck? Cuck is a, a, a fucking insult now. Oh, is that, that right? I, yes. I've learned about this. It's well, a, a cuckold thing. is something else. Same vein. Oh, okay. Same vein. Sure. Also a penis pun there or not? Yeah, it was. I got to cut this whole section. No, you don't. It's the fucking danger zone. And you're drinking My for- My mother a... listens sometimes. Yeah. All right. Well, you're- No. No. Don't you go there. No. Your Move mo- on. Your mother is an adult is That's, what I was going to say. She is an adult. That's true. Uh, also, Max's mom. Mm-hmm. Skip forward like Skip forward. Yeah, you got to move no, on. No, a, a cuck is a guy who likes to watch his wife get fucked. By like other people. Yeah. Oh. Like strangers. Okay, that's like cuckold. Yeah, sure. But like the cuck is like what the name of the guy of the, is. The observant. Of the uh, observant. Of the man who gives up his wife to be. Interesting. Because a cuckold. A cuckold? Yeah. Yeah, is like somebody whose wife is cheating on him. Mm, I'm pretty sure. Etymology. We're going down a weird rabbit hole tonight. Cuckold. Yeah. To be cuckolded is. Yeah, cuckold. The husband of an adulteress. Yeah. Often regarded as an object of derision. Oh. He is the object of derision. Yeah, so cuck is just a shortened version of that, apparently. Yeah, more or less, right? Yeah. It's in Urban Dictionary. This doesn't count. A man who is desperate for acceptance, approval, and affection from women. This desperation has led to the compromise of his beliefs and values. That Wow, this is more intense. The desecration of his dignity and self-worth <laughs> and his inability to stand up for himself and what he deserves as a human being. Urban Dictionary is going hard in the paint right now. E.g. loyalty, fidelity, and honesty in a romantic relationship. Guys get off. People get off on some weird shit, man. 
Oh, yeah, this is more towards your description. This is the second description in Urban Dictionary. Cuck, a man who lets his wife or girlfriend have sex with other men. Often, the man lets her do whatever she wants and treat him like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Short version of cuckold. Isn't that a great insult, though? Yeah, cuck. Yeah, it, well, because you got the double, you got the double mean. Like one, you, somebody might be like, "Did you just call me a cock?" And then you'd be like, "No, I didn't. I said cock." And they're like, "Oh, thank you. Wait, what does that mean?" And then you're like, "Boom." And second. You, and then you text them. Still hungry. Then you airdrop them a link to yeah. this Urban Dictionary Boom. definition and yep. say, "Suck my cuck." There you go. And I, he was like, "Did you just say cock?" I said, "Cock." No, I said, "Cuck." Get yeah. it right. Yeah. Yeah. This is a weird tangent. That's it's fine. It's fine. I'm not, you know. So Ivan the Terrible. Led us on a very terrible. Who is not Vlad the Impaler, who he is might, also not Dracula. He might have been a cuck. Sure, definitely didn't impale people. No. Was not Dracula, but he was terrible. Was just a real dick of a Russian who yeah. killed his son. Did you say cock? He's <laughs> <laughs> a dick of a he Russian. Was a cuck of a Russian. I yeah. was really putting it to him. Yeah. Oh, nice. We're punning it up in this Ow. episode. I love it. That Making was, up for lost time. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, that was good. I want to just end on that pun. We were, I'm I'm good, dude. No, I'm, I'm you're not. There. Are well, you, I still have a lot more to drink. Yeah, so we're not done talking. All right. Do you have any weird fetishes? We've done this before. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I was going to say no, yeah, obviously, is no. what I was going to say. Well, it's the danger zone, but it's not the- No, we're, it's not, we're not that not dangerous. It's, it's not the, the unlimited danger zone. No, this, I mean, isn't, this is public record. If here. we have like diary zone- uh, we should start a, a podcast yeah. anonymously. If we, do, if we go down that road, it's ruining your career. For sure. And or relationship yeah. road. And For that's sure. not a road plated in gold. No. There's no midgets. That is the road less traveled. Yeah. For good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So this beer. So you, wait, wait, when? what is the date of your album release? Do you have one yet? So it's weird because I'm not like having a quote unquote release. But what is the day that I can purchase it on iTunes? Right. I'm trying to actually figure that out. I think it should be in the next like three to four days. iTunes and Spotify are very wishy-washy. Okay. So you basically upload, you upload your stuff online and then it's like- Roll of the dice. It's like within a week to two weeks, it'll be on. So I'm guessing my, my CD should arrive to, for- Full disclosure, today is the 23rd. We're pre-recording. Correct. It's and Danger Zone. My CDs should be here, I think, by the end of the day on the 25th. Okay. So I'm guessing it'll be on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon and um, Google Play and all that stuff. So by the time this record, this yes. podcast drops, yes. your record will have dropped. Yeah, for sure. We should have mentioned that. Yeah, we basically said something similar. Like I was like, we can still pre-order it for a while, but yeah, that's the idea. You pre-order the album that's out. When this yeah. episode, if is. you're a podcast yeah. listener, you but can I still pre-order it for two bucks off? Like, of course you can. You're the best. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I. That's basically that in a nutshell. Yeah, I'm ready Sh- for the. Ready, I'm nuts. ready for the album. I'm ready to put it inside me. Thanks, dude. I'm ready to put the rest of this Ivan the Terrible inside me. Yeah, do it because I'm on my last. I don't know what is that like. I don't know. Hold ounce it, and a half of. Hold it up over there. Ounce and a half Let's of see. four loco. That's a lot. Let's just. Yeah. Oh whoa, my God. <laughs> danger, danger zone, Bert. We're uh, we're finishing up our uh, respective beverages. My four loco is almost gone. Let's let's go ahead and give that four loco a rating. It's gonna be four L. Four L. Always do. That's my rating. You yeah. need to like make a gang sign that's like like this. Wouldn't it be like when your sleeve brushed the microphone? It sounded like a disc, like yeah. like a vinyl. Just like, yeah, like whoosh, whoosh, ready. Four let's L. See if I can replicate it. Ready? You just did. Yeah, just whoosh. you need to call it a. Four loco, four L, yeah, yeah. Um, so it'd be like gang four signs loco. with four loco. So if it's backwards, so it'd be like this, right? No, be like. The thing is, your fingers in the front, so that doesn't look like a. You got you to flip your hand. So it'd be like this. You have to flip your left hand. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like a chicken head, a, a cuck head. Four loco. Right. Four loco life.
Um, final thoughts on this beer. We have to rate it. It's delicious. I love it. How much? Uh, I love it. Love it. Oh, shit. Jesus. <laughs> Holy balls. <laughs> Earthquake Did both of our phones just break? Yeah, yeah, probably. Fuck. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> what did you do? It just tipped, man. Max is breaking stuff. Just tipped. Everything's fine. We're all fine. Bro. We're all alive. Jesus. No one give this man four loco. Wait. Ready? You don't say that if you brought it. Like this. Make oh a four god. with your left hand. Make a four. We're recording here. We got to wrap this. <laughs> That's fine. We're recording. How This is how gang signals get made. I'm pretty sure this Hand is not signs. how they get made. Yeah, whatever. Rate this beer. Uh, this Ivan gonna, the Terrible uh, from Big Sky Brewing. Uh, it is going to be an eight from me. Okay, pretty eight good, even. Pretty it's, good score, man. It's really good. Uh, this is a beer that's, I mean, available at Spikes right now. You can just go down and grab it, and it's, you know, really high quality. I, yeah. I enjoy it thoroughly. Maybe it's me stylistically. I don't love this as much as you do. This is like a seven. Yeah. It's fine. But good. It's good. It's a good fine. Okay. I'm going to say seven. All right. Boom. Boom. Uh, write those down. Otherwise, we will oh, yeah. for sure forget. So, uh, what'd you say? I don't remember. Come on. <laughs> you said eight? Yep. And you said seven. Yeah. Boom. Um, okay. Well, at this point, again, I think we're at the end of the episode. Um, please write us in with your requests for the next couple of weeks. But by the time you hear this, we'll probably have them recorded. So don't. Maybe do. Maybe do. We should have said that the last episode. We should have. Um, more fun. importantly, if you like our show, please leave us a rating or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps other people find this. Um, make sure you tell them not to listen to this episode oh. or the Lego Batman you one. Tell them the last Jedi. Start with this episode. Yeah. Um, I guess that's all I had. Uh, my name is Max Minardi. My name is Johnny Summers, and this has been another adventure into the wonderful world of Fresh Hop Cinema. We will see you next week. This is Fresh Hop Cinema.